Hello, 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 weirdies. Welcome back to another episode of Alchemize Your Weird Podcast. I am Steph Zakis, your master coach of Cernaire, premium sales expert, brand alchemist, mindset wizard, whatever the fuck you want to call me. I am all the things. I am back today with another guest episode, which I'm so, so, so excited for because this is a very special guest to me. Uh, so I'm very excited. Uh, today we have on the podcast, Laura Payne Stanley, who is my personal mentor. She is my coach. She is a personal inspiration to me. And I'm so honored to have her today on the podcast and get everybody to listen to the the wonders that is Laura. <laughs> so I'm so excited to introduce her. So welcome, Laura, to the podcast. I don't know, I'm someone, you know me, I'm never speechless, but wow, what an entry. That's the entry. I'm like, we're taking all that energy in. I love it. And I'm so pleased to be here because I think this is going to be such a delicious conversation. Yeah. It always is between the two of us, but also I think it's going to be a delicious conversation for your, for your listeners and your viewers. I think they're just going to gain so much from this. I totally agree, which is why I'm so honored <laughs> that you're going to be here. So me and Laura, uh, we've been uh, we've been together, <laughs> we've been working together, or together, whatever, uh, for uh, since 2019. Uh, so she she's been in my life for a very long time, and she has seen all of the evolutions of Steph uh, thus far. <laughs> so I'm so excited to bring her to you, uh, so you can experience. I always just call it like Laura Voodoo. Like there's like this magic about Laura that like. She always knows like what to say and she always knows like what you need before you need it. So I'm super excited to bring her to you. And just so you know, a little bit of her background, Laura is a TEDx speaker. She's a relationship therapist. She's a mindset coach. She's an entrepreneur. She's a wife with a forever curious mind, which is something that I personally love about her. Laura takes her years of coaching exceptional entrepreneurs, millionaires, billionaires and self-made modern entrepreneurs paired with her extensive qualifications including a postgraduate degree to help you achieve your dream life since becoming a coach over a decade ago which uh that is really awesome uh for any industry uh laura uh didn't have a website or a brand but she became an instant success fully booked out with ambitious clients and since then she's impacted hundreds of lives had a ripple effect on thousands more. I can um, throw my hand up there and has and is um, has so much more to come. She's doing so many awesome things. Um, I'm joining one of her awesome offers next week, even all around speaking. Uh, since she is, yeah, she's known for speaking. And let me tell you what, you should check out her TEDx. I will link it in the show notes. But enough about me talking. So <laughs> Laura, I'm so stoked <laughs> to have you here. Uh, we're going to talk today all about confidence and becoming radically self-confident um, as that is kind of the pillar of my life and pillar of everything that I do and a pillar of what Laura helps people achieve as well. So yay, I'm so stoked for you to be here. I just, I feel like I need to take a breath. I feel like that yeah. was a lot of energy. <laughs> lot of Steph energy. Um, so dear listeners and viewers, this is one thing that Seth didn't say in my intro is I am your biggest cheerleader, but I'm your biggest challenger. I don't do BS well. Um, I'm, by the way, I'm, an, I'm great. I'm getting better, but I'm great at poker. Uh, <laughs> a lot of times I don't have a poker face, but actually challenging is sometimes what we need. Um, That's true. 
this comes through around confidence. This comes through around because confidence is such a big thing. I feel like my friends yes. go like this. I feel like world <laughs> peace when we talk about confidence. Yeah. Such this umbrella, huge term yeah. that I'm going to say, dear listeners, dear viewers, if you want to have a lovely, non challenging podcast, forward to one of Steph's others. Um, we we with an open heart and open mind today. And you never know what might be just disturbed in a good way in your mind that that thing's going to click. You may have heard Steph say things many, many times before because I know Steph is an awesome coach. And actually, this, the sign right now, this is the moment you're going to listen to something. This is the moment that actually is kind of going to drop through and you're going to go, Oh, 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 I get it. So just set yourself up now to have that experience and it's opening up your mind for whatever lesson needs to kind of drop through today. Yes, absolutely. I love that. And whenever, you know, you get yourself into that space, it's so much easier for you to kind of ignore resistance and, you know, like let let the things happen. Because I do feel like a lot of times when people don't feel confident around whatever the subject is, there's a lot of resistance that is coming with that of why they don't feel confident. They're resisting the confidence almost sometimes. It's maybe they don't feel like they deserve it, or maybe they don't feel like it's in the cards for them, or maybe they don't feel like they, you know, air quotes here, know how to be confident, right? Where we all know how to be confident, but you could find resistance, you know, in these areas. So this is totally part of feeling confident. Uh, so there you go. <laughs> There's your first, like, I don't know, breakthrough on how to feel confident is uh, letting yourself allow the confidence and not resist all the time. So there it is. All right. Podcast over. No. <laughs> there you go. We're done. So when it comes to self-confidence as well, and can self-confidence stroke confidence, those terms, which um, we're going to talk about a lot of things today, I'm sure, but these there's so many interchangeable terms. Is it self-confidence? Is it confidence? And the one thing I want to say, actually, is it a self-narrative or a narrative? Because yeah. so many times I've seen with clients, they say, I'm not confident. And that's never their narrative. If you imagine that when we are all born, we all have this confidence. So it eats, the jug is full, the glass is full, the whatever vessel you want to climb here. By the way, I talk a lot with my hands. Yeah. <laughs> I know, we're on a podcast. I can't even think I'm going so you are a wonderful, full human being who has oodles of confidence because we don't even understand what confidence is when we come out. So we all have it. So if you imagine us being full, that it gets shipped away. It's not something that grows. So it's not something that blooms. Mm-hmm. We have it. It reduces. Yeah. And it's sometimes, and I'm, I don't like certain things like throwing like this, sometimes that reduction has been from somebody else's narrative. Absolutely. Somebody else told you at some point, it doesn't even have to be like a really intense conversation. And this is kind of almost a misconception about when people say about borrowing narratives from other people. Mm-hmm. It could be the simplest thing of a whisper of a conversation that you heard as a child. It yeah. doesn't have to be these huge, big, stult events of mm-hmm. amazing thing happened and someone told me I was unconfident. It can just yeah. be like, I would even challenge. I'd even challenge that too, that it's not even just what you hear. It's also like what you see and what you experience, you know? So like certain things out, you know, from a child, maybe you see how your parents' bodies react to 
how they look or how they walk around or what they do when you go to the bank and they have to get money out, you know, and you can see maybe they aren't saying that it's a painful experience for them, but you can see that it's not an enjoyable experience when you go in to get money. So now when you've grown up, you now have these different narratives, you know, stories that play in your mind about how your brain is telling your body to react when it comes to money or when it comes to how you should think about yourself when it comes to business. I actually see this a lot with my clients because for some reason, um, not for some reason, like attracts like, a lot of my clients also have parents that are entrepreneurs with, I don't know if people actually know this about me, but my parents are entrepreneurs. They've owned their own business my whole life. My grandparents also did. My grandfather's grandfather or uh, father also did. So like I come from a really long line of, you know, entrepreneurs. And so sometimes with my clients, they'll see how their parents acted, you know, within their business and the ceiling almost where, you know, their parents couldn't get past this specific mark. So you unconsciously bring that into your story and into your own confidence. And, you know, you might feel really good getting to a certain point, you know, like being the talk of the town, but when it goes from leaving the town and getting even bigger, you know, online and all these things, you suddenly lack the confidence to do it. Right. And so some of that comes from just what you've seen, even not even just like, you know, whispers that you've heard. And I'm the exact opposite of your story. In terms mm-hmm. of I, me and my husband, and I was saying, I bring my husband in, my husband's reference with Mr. P a lot of the time. Mr. P, yes. <laughs> um, so my husband is my business partner. We have several businesses. We've sold businesses. We've created everything from scratch. So I always say that there was no capital investment, but we do not come from entrepreneurial families. Mm-hmm. So we have the exact opposite to your narrative is corporate or, yeah. or not corporate on all sides, but just a job. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. we have a corporate ladder career and a job. So yeah. When we both became entrepreneurs, it was like, what the heck are you doing? Like, yeah. There was no narrative written for this. So it was like we were being, you know, not reckless, but there was, there was certain terms of like, you know, so even those kind of things, whether you have or haven't got a narrative about it, both of them in your in your lineage both of them comes back sometimes and, and gives you narratives that you borrow you try on it's not being a teenager you try it on and i want people to think of confidence like a hat yeah you can try it on and sometimes it's a huge hat and sometimes like a little <laughs> hat but it's just right like, it's just, um but it's it isn't something it's not a state this is where people again confuse what confidence is yeah so it's something that you can have, but if you say to yourself, I'm not confident, you have changed your whole state into being unconfident. By the mm-hmm. way, if you never say, well, anybody listening, change this right now. If you say, I am not confident, if I'm not confident, full stop, mic drop, your brain has no way to go. Yeah, exactly. It's the whole state you've just told yourself, right? And even if you are watching us right now, if you're watching on YouTube, you're watching this, and you see me and Steph, Steph just, she just retracted a little bit then. Mm, yeah, very empathetic. Very empathetic. Mm-hmm. But when I said I'm not confident, you can't help but go, "Yeah." Oh. <laughs> well, I'm yeah. <laughs> so when you say I am not, you change it in your whole state. It's not your whole state. It's not your whole being. Yeah. No. It's I am not feeling confident right now. Yeah. Even that has a degree of separation. I'm like, mm-hmm. probably could actually just do with another kind of reiteration of this. And if you want that, 
don't just stop there. The phrase is, I could do with more confidence right now. Mm -hmm. Or how do I get more confidence right now? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's no, this is the master coach too. As soon as you ask your brain a question, your brain starts working. It's awkward. How do you want to do it? What do you want to do? It's the same with when you say I'm tired. Yeah. You think to yourself, I'm tired. Just watch your body go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're commanding it. That's what it is. It's a command. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When when he said, I could do some more energy right now, you go, okay, well, do I need to drink? Like, what do I need? It's a it's a directional movement rather than this. Yes. Mic drop. Don't do anything. Yeah. So you can end the podcast right now and just say, if you're saying I am not confident, just say, I how could I have more confidence right now? Yes. How about a little bit? And by the way, if you're thinking chasm, how can I have a little bit more confidence right mm-hmm. now? How can I have a little bit more confidence right now? How can I have yeah. a little bit more confidence right now? Mm-hmm. Just do a little, little, little. We don't need these, again, earth shattering huge moves. Yes. To have more confidence. Yeah. And then, you know, that, that level, you might be radical, radical self confidence, but actually, it yeah. might be your first glimpse into, okay, got a bit of confidence. Yeah, like dipping the toes in, right? Because, <laughs> like, how does it feel, you know? Because, like, the, you know, as a master coach, whenever you're helping people change their state of being and you're changing, you know, like their, um, you know, they come to us and, you know, they say, I, I don't want this, you know, and you're like, okay, well, what do you want? <laughs> you know, so like, we're always like moving people into this, you know, their desired state. And sometimes the desired state could feel so foreign to them, you know, so uh, the dipping the toes in and getting a little bit of of the feeling is kind of where the magic starts to happen because for your brain, uh, it's so much easier for you to conjure that up again once you have the reference, right? So like getting that little reference and for all my listeners, because I know so many people <laughs> that listen and are in my world are visionaries because again, like attracts like. So I know sometimes <laughs> when you're thinking like, oh, I want confidence or I want to feel this like, confidence in this one thing like Laura was saying you think of this like big huge like cloud world that you like you know jump into because that's your your end right and as visionaries we're often living in the end and we're not really living in the now so sometimes it is really it's hard for you to jump into you know this other world if you haven't done the little steps first and made your little tiny ladder to get there so if you have been feeling a lack of confidence in your selling, in your brand, in your client experience, in yourself, it literally in anything. And this is why I love working with confidence with people because this confidence impacts everything that you do. So if you are sitting here right now listening and you're like, oh, I do wish I felt a little bit more confident in this one thing, then figure out your, ask yourself, because your unconscious mind already has the answers, ask yourself, what do you need in this moment to just feel a teensy bit more confident? Like if you could feel the tip of your big toe, just feel more confident. I know that sounds weird, but visualize it. Then that could be your start into your, your overall confidence, radical being, you know? So yeah, I love that tip. And if you're listening and you go, again, because and I am off coaches and I'm a, I'm a coach trainer as well. One of the things I know that sometimes people, if you've never felt confident right now, your conscious mind is here listening to us or watching us and you're going, actually, I love the title of this podcast. I want to know more about this. But you're going, it's like you're talking in Latin. Yeah. I kind of get the concept, but I, 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 I don't know what you mean. 
Because if you have actually, and again, I, I'm I'm a bit older, so once you've got quite a few decades, quite a, quite a few decades um, um, on your belt, I have worked with people who are over 40, over 50, and actually they can't step into a point saying, I want a little bit more confidence because in their life, they really can't identify a term when they felt confident. So it's, yeah. it's, it's a it's a wonderful term that they understand even emotively they understand it in the conscious mind but unconsciously their body mind and soul it's kind of almost scrabbling around going i i don't know what that feels like so yeah. i don't know what little bit of it is mm-hmm. if confidence is too far for you then what's the next state up or the next describing word up mm-hmm. from where you are currently if you feel i'm just going to say it and i'm going to wipe the wall clean in a minute but if you feel flat <laughs> yeah and don't feel flat. That's why I work for clean in a minute. But if you're feeling flat right now, what's one step up from flat? Is mm-hmm. it just slightly happy? Yeah. Is what's the network next word, word up? So whatever you say I'm feeling right now, if confidence is too far for you, going for the next word. If it's just a little bit motivated. Mm-hmm. If it's just not confident, not like I can conquer the world, I'm about to get on stage, but that's yeah. just, I'm just happy with that. I just feel steady in myself I feel grounded in myself whatever yeah. your line is, is then do that yeah we're just gonna wipe the board so no one we don't feel just take it off take it off yeah. <laughs> now we do all feel as the most vibrant version of ourselves that we can feel yeah so don't get hung up on the word because it is a marketing term for us yeah now yeah it's just a really positive state that's going to help you in all the areas of that yeah yes exactly which kind of brings me to uh part of the point of us talking today which was how this state of confidence or lack thereof could impact things such as your pricing your sales techniques speaking on stage which flora has a plethora of experience with that she could probably weigh in on more when it comes there because i've done it a few times but she's done it more (laughs) so but i could actually talk about uh when i the first time I ever spoke on stage, I was no confidence. Like, and this is something that if you are like, oh, fuck, I have to do this thing. I wish I had more confidence before I go into it. This is something that I did that maybe it's not like the the ultimate like coach thing that you should do, whatever. But the first time that I had to speak on stage, I I'm an introvert. I am naturally like terrified to be in front of a bunch of people. And the idea of walking up onto a stage and having literally hundreds of people staring at me made me kind of want to vomit everywhere. Like I just (laughs) hated it, but it was something, it's so weird because it's this funny conundrum uh, (laughs) because I want to speak. I love speaking. And once I'm into it, I love it. It is so fun. It fills my cup. I feel so energetic. And I just like really, really love it. Right. But the the first time I did it and anytime I need to speak in front of a lot of people, I don't feel confident. Right. You you start to get into the what if spirals, you know, and I was like, oh, my God. And the first time I spoke on stage was at like this really big wedding summit. Uh, and I was speaking on um, client experience uh, because in my photography brand, if you don't know me as a photographer and only a coach, in my photography brand, um, my full brand is about client experience, um, charging or booking, you know, five-figure bookings and, you know, all those things. So I was speaking on that. Uh, And so I was like, oh my God, this is terrifying. And so I started to get into the what-if spiral of 
oh my gosh, I'm going to like go up on stage. I actually kept envisioning myself tripping over this, like up the stairs, like to get there. And then I was like, oh, and then, and then, this is, by the way, this is what I'm not doing. This is yeah, what I'm don't doing. do this. Don't do this. So I'm just like giving you an example. Uh, if this is what you are feeling when you're thinking about like, even something as just like saying your new pricing to somebody, right? You go through all these like, what ifs, you know? And so I had this huge thing where I just thought, it was going to be a disaster. The stage was going to catch on fire. And like, it was just going to be like, just absolutely ridiculous. So I had to like spake the self-confidence. So like what I did was they mic'd me up and the, <laughs> this is so silly. I haven't told anyone this. So they mic'd me up and it was like one of those really tiny, like microphones that are attached to your ear. The Barbie mic. The Barbie mic. Yeah. Super tiny. And I was like, ooh, I feel like Britney Spears, which by the way, I don't listen to Britney Spears. I don't listen to pop music. I don't listen to any of that. But she looks fucking confident. <laughs> She's in her videos and stuff. So I literally like embodied, envisioned myself as being Britney Spears before I like went up onto the stage. And it really helped me kind of like conjure up this feeling of confidence because I'd never felt confident on a stage before because I'd never been on a stage before. So how am I going to get this feeling of something I've never experienced? So, so yeah, so there's certain things like if you have a sales call after this and you just raised your pricing, you feel really good about your pricing, but you don't feel confident talking about your pricing. Picture yourself as somebody that you objectively, I don't know, Brittany, I have no idea. She could be the least confident person in the world. I don't know. But I embodied what I assumed her confidence was in like that toxic video, you know? So like, <laughs> like I'd answer you a second. I don't know yet, no. no, I mean, I grew up in the, in the 80s and 90s and like early 2000s. I've seen the video. So uh, so yeah. So anyways, if you are like tonight, if you're like, oh, I don't have time to like, you know, go through coaching and, you know, do like all the unconscious mind work and all this stuff. Uh, a little trick that I do sometimes is I embody something that I feel like objectively is the thing that I like want to feel. And then I just act like I'm that thing. <laughs> so it's funny. It's akin to the face you make, isn't it? Is yeah, it kind of. Where is something that you don't 100% believe? Yeah. In excellence, it does work short term, definitely. Short because, term, exactly. Yeah, because the mind doesn't understand the the, the concept of the truth and the lie. Yeah, so everybody, you know, if you if you say you're confident, the mind goes, okay, great. If you're faking it, it goes, okay, great. It doesn't understand the concept. Yeah, you know, mind is not that. It's not wired that way to understand whether you're saying, saying a lie or truth. Yeah. So, yeah, that's definitely one way of doing it. I I I think that, and said it, it does work short term, and it can yeah it can definitely help you get over the first kind of kink yeah definitely something different i think that's definitely definitely a, a really great tip for everybody want to show one wine yeah absolutely <laughs> um again i'm commission most post you always seen me asking permission a lot yeah uh, <laughs> one of the things i i always say to people i do a lot of work not just with helping people do how work out how to craft so i do a lot about speaking so i've got create your keynote i've got come on stage so i and i've got amplify coming up which is a five-day program around speaking and how to yeah. like how you're talking how to do all these things one of the biggest i hate tips and hacks that makes that's to my mind that language come cheap and things but i'm saying one yeah. of the strategy yeah. but a quick strategy for doing it which is basically what a hack is it's a quick yeah. strategy is go to the end of whatever it is you're trying to achieve so yeah. if you want to raise your pricing and you've got a call coming up yeah Go to the very end of the call 
when you're in your highest motor state. So let me explain what I mean. So if you're raising your pricing on that call and your sales methodology is you tell them the pricing on the call and you allow people to buy on the call so they can say, yes, I want to go ahead. Mm-hmm. Then, and, and I want you to walk through the whole thing, right? And the end of that would be, oh my God, I've sold money pricing. Yeah, I'm okay. so excited. Let's celebrate. And run through the whole thing to the very end, almost the climax. You know, literally yeah. when you have your, you press the end call on Zoom. Yeah. Like, and you keep your composed down here when no one can see. You're like underneath, you're like, really yeah. excited, but you me. Watch it together here. <laughs> yeah. Press end call, and then you're like, yeah. <laughs> Go to that place and make mm-hmm. it as big as you can. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to, mm-hmm. you're not going to go, <laughs> that's not what you can go. Thank yeah, you. I mean, that's, that's just called BS on that. Yes. Yeah. Go as big as emotion you can mm-hmm. get and then run the scenario multiple times to get to that point. Mm-hmm. So imagine, and again, where you're sat, you go, take a breath and press accept into the room. Hi, nice to meet you. You do however you do it and run the whole sequence through. Mm-hmm. Run through in your mind when you're going to say your pricing. By the way, you can do this out loud as you want to as well. Run through what you want to have happen. So they go, okay, great. And then they're going to want to ask a question. They're like, okay, so this is how you booked me. Da, 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 and run through the whole scenario. And do it multiple, multiple times yes. until you get to your whoop moment. Yes. Run it again. This is creating a new neuropathy. Yes. And in new neuropathies, I know you know this <laughs> as a master coach, but actually people might not realize, again, the mind doesn't understand truth or a lie. Yep. So when you're actually in that high-pressure situation, you're thinking, what do I say? What do I say? What do I say? Your, your whole body, mind, body, soul, on even a chemical level has had, boy, you're going to get to the whoop. Mm-hmm. By the way, how many people are listening now and keep going, with well, who are putting their arms up? Yeah. <laughs> or smiling or like <laughs> having the face change. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Then you ha- your body will react differently. Because that's, that's some issue when we get what's called nerves. Yeah is our body starts to react as though we're in fight or flight. So when we yeah. come to public speaking, speaking on stage, or even raising your rates, let's face it, none of those are fight or flight. We are not in mortal danger. No. There is not a <laughs> fiber changing us. If someone says no to us, our yeah. Our <laughs> That's no. it. Yeah. That's what I always tell my clients. I'm like, a no is not the end of the world. <laughs> like, nothing is going to happen if you get a no. Like, you are safe. It's okay. <laughs> But if when we don't feel we have that radical self-confidence or anything, your body can be reacting as though you're in mortal peril. And the problem with that is from a chemical and physical level, if we think we're about to go into a fight or flight mode, your body changes all the blood away from the brain (laughs) and away from (laughs) your digestion and goes to your extremities to run. Yes. Now, let's face it, if you're in a sales pool, when your body's getting ready to run, so you might find your legs get twitchy, your hands get twitchy, that's why the blood's going there. It's like, come on, yeah. I'm Yeah, you're all revved up to save yourself. <laughs> you need it in other parts. Mm. So your body is almost miswiring. Yeah. Because we're telling it in instruction again, a command, which isn't happening again. Yeah. No, it's not the end of the world. It's just too late. Yeah, it's just a no. no. Yeah, it doesn't define you, doesn't do anything like that. It's just yeah. a no. Mm. And by the way, it can be a no for right now as well. What doesn't have to be yeah. a no for something like drop it, it's just a no. Yes. So rewiring ourselves through what we call mental preparation mm-hmm. is a huge, huge activity. Now, if you ever watch sports people, and I especially love this in athletics, 
I did some work with an Olympic athlete years ago and they had mentally won that race many times before they decided to and yeah. they mentally run for it. And they not, and this is the other thing. They hadn't run and they hadn't won it to the tape. They'd run it through the through, tape. Through, yeah. But they'd gone round on their victory lap. They'd gone yeah. through to doing the media afterwards. Because mm-hmm. if you just run to the tape, that's not actually what happened. Yeah, no. Because it doesn't end at the tape. Yeah, we're not, we're not yeah. 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 So, and you've seen this with singers. Again, yeah. working in the industry, they do this a lot to get them on stage. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think I'd love to, you know, get in the, if you're, I'd love to be in the wings, I would, and many different artists I've worked with artists before. And do you think they're always like, oh, I've got this, I'm fine. No, go and watch no. <laughs> figure out right now. Yeah. <laughs> not the state. Yeah, exactly. It's just how you can worry and what support you can have, which is why the importance of having a coach. Yeah. You are wobbling. If it is stopping mm-hmm. you raising your rates, if it's stopping you asking for the sale, yeah. that's one thing. That's one thing, Steph, I find. I'd love to see your take on this. I, I think personally with my clients, and it doesn't matter. Again, I work with people in so many different industries at different income levels. Mm-hmm. When you don't have confidence, you don't ask for the sale. Oh, you yeah, definitely not. You don't, you, and you, you fuss a lot around the language. Yes. Like, if you don't mind, would you? Would you yes. <laughs> yes. Rather than, do you want to go ahead? Yes. Would you like to book? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, I work with all of my clients on their sales process. And when I say process, I don't not, I don't mean the external, right? Like, sure, you can get, you know, your like emails and, you know, whatever your proposal made. But like, when I say process, I mean, I work with them on their sales process. Like, what is the strategy and process that they put their mind and body through in selling, right? And so, this is some things that I work on with literally every one of my clients. And it's what I see a lot is it's not even like sometimes they don't even get to the stage to like fumble. My a lot of my clients play the avoidance game. So they instead of like fighting for it or like doing like a, a flight, they just kind of like freeze and ignore and try to like back away. Like, you know, that Homer Simpson uh, like gif where he just like backs into a bush. Like, that's what they do when it comes to sales and what? I've never watched this. Oh, my gosh. I have some suggestions. Yeah, no, it's like a gift where like Homer just like backs into like these bushes. Right. And so like they essentially do that in their sales process where they just like totally like freeze and back out or fawn on the other end. So they'll like freeze. So they don't have to say anything about it. Right. And then afterwards, then they just send a a cheeky little thing of like, oh, here's here's my pricing and here's my, uh, you know, here's the uh, the packages that you can get. And they try to like kind of like, ah, like clean it up, you know, afterwards that way. And then they do the next thing, which is always, oh, but let me also just offer you a discount really quick. But you haven't asked for it. But let me like totally fawn over this and like give you a discount. So then, you know, you will like maybe book me, you know? So I see this lack of, um, you know, not having confidence around what they're doing when they're selling, not understanding the end result. And I have to, because just like Laura said, you know, your brain doesn't know what is real and what is not real. So I actually just had a, uh, a session with one of my clients a few days ago and she, was running 
all the way through, right? However, the way she was running all the way through till the end, the end was always awful. It was always a catastrophe. It was always them saying no. It was always being rejected. It was always like the chase and, you know, like the thing. So her brain, as soon as she gets a lead, starts to run that strategy. And immediately she feels like avoiding She feels awful. She runs through all these things, right? Because her brain has already ran to the end, you know, but the end isn't the desired outcome. So the desired outcome and running through into the desired outcome is really important. And something Laura said about the sports, there's a documentary series on surfing that I really love to watch. It's on Apple Plus. Um, It's a Kelly Slater, like, um, He's like the executive producer. It's not just about him. But uh, it's really interesting because as a, you know, mindset coach and as somebody that helps people really with business performance, essentially, is, you know, really what it is. Um, he always talks about him and the people that tend to win the, the competitions. They talk about how they ride the wave before it's happened, before the competition. They put themselves through their winning wave everything that they would do, all of the movements. So once it happens, they know what to do and they've already won, you know, and it's, it's the same in your selling. It's the same in how you really do anything that you don't feel confident around is you grow, you build it. Like you, you get it. <laughs> I don't, you can't see my hand, <laughs> but. Um, and it's what we call a deliberate practice. A deliberate yeah, practice. exactly. Exactly that going, neurologically going through something. And again, Thank you for the little kind of cleanup there, Steph. And it should be in that positive. It's the thing that you want, don't Yeah. 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 However, as well in sell- selling, it's about not always pretending it's wonderful. So I was just had on, um, I love watching documentaries, and I was re-watching Cheer mm. um, about Navarro cheerleaders. And in one of the, I think it's season one, they talk about often actually what they do is they practice for if there is a fall and what oh yeah well in a great way that's so it. in sales calls we call this the sales objection yeah so exactly what happens when Seth's saying people back out someone says i really want to book you but and how many times when i've watched and literally my client will say send me the video so i can see actually what's happening mm-hmm. and i can you can see what but they're like this i'm like i'm i'm doing it i've got all the confidence i'm going to mm-hmm. i really want to book you but and then but then they go yeah. <laughs> like one can see them drop and they go, yeah. and they're in the mind, they're like, how do I get this out of this conversation? Mm-hmm. How do I get it? And that's the thing. Don't try and get out of it. I say play. Go, yeah. It's just, it's just a but. Okay? Exactly. And the, the most common objection you'll hear is, I want to book you but money. Yes. Why? And, and I'm British, so you have a bit of a strange accent, but I'm British. <laughs> um, I get asked what often you come from different places, but I'm not. I'm just British. Um. <laughs> And we don't talk about money. We don't talk about money. We don't talk about sex. Yeah. Okay. So if someone says money, why do they say it? Because it's the quickest way. Yeah. Shut down the conversation. Yeah. Don't shut it down. Play with it. Yeah. Like get, and I said, I'm always curious. I'm like, right. As soon as I'm, I always, by the way, I went, I just put my piece up for all the, I'm like, right, I'm getting now. It's like, why? Yeah. If I'm about, I'm like, here we go. Yeah. Because <laughs> if someone says, I want to book you, but I'm like, right, let's play. Yeah. So can, exactly. Let's play. My body goes, right, this is fun. Yeah, let's, exactly. Let's play. If I go, I haven't got any I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to ask different questions. 
Yeah, or no questions and, oh, no just, questions and just accept it <laughs> and move on. Yeah. Nice, nice to meet you. Boom. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And so it, it is about that playing, that realizing that actually that no isn't about you. And also Absolutely. it doesn't have any bearing on your confidence. Yeah. A, no, a yes. And by the way, a yes should have no bearing on your confidence. Because exactly. if you're saying a yes gives me more confidence, then of course you have to say a no gives you yeah. less confidence. And you're like, era. Yeah, and you're giving your literal power away to a yes or a no, and then it's no longer yours. <laughs> so as confidence is all around us. We believe it's all around. We can do so many different things with selling. We can go, oh, someone says no, but great. It is no, but. And the first objection money, okay, let's play. Let's go and ask that question there. Let's play around. Yeah. And the same thing happens with people going on stage. Because what I know, Steph, with, um, again, like when I did my first TEDx, I'd never done TEDx before. Yeah. So how can I go through a new neurological pathway of doing something that I've never done? Yeah. Because I can't quite conceive of what it is. Yeah. Now, I know we other um, TEDx speakers or TED speakers out there as well. It's a very, very different process than a lot of other speaking gigs. It's just completely different. It has almost a whole set of rules. Yeah. What I will say is go and research everything. Mm-hmm. You know, and go and research where you think the venue. So if you want to do a speaking gig, go and actually find a video of the, the venue. Yeah. So it's really like. Mm-hmm. Go and watch. If it's an event organizer and you want to speak at something, go and watch their past events. If there's any clips and there's always clips now. Mm-hmm. Go and find it. Go, okay. Are they? What kind of mic are they using? You just talked about the fact that they're using that kind of mic. They're kind of using the barbell or something. Yeah. Or have they got a lapel mic which is going on your jacket or something? Yeah. Or you've got a handheld. Mm-hmm. Even those things help to calm your mind and understand. But the more you can conceive of something, especially if you've never done it before, mm-hmm. the more you can help your mind imagine yeah. that was not no. Because if it's never done, it goes, I don't know how to think about it. Or, I don't yeah. know how to, I've never done it before. How do I do it? Exactly. So you just act differently. So go and do some research. Go and get curious. Go and find things. And go, okay, what is, go and ask someone. Yeah. Go and find a speaker. Yeah. Yeah. Again, so that's that confidence of just going ask. Yeah. Fudge around it. Go and ask. Be respectful. Mm-hmm. Be respectful. Um, I actually should have regularly from my own language. And I just normally mean I want something. I want something that's valuable, but I don't want to pay. For it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, whatever. Can I just pick your brain? <laughs> no photographers. Um, for other wedding supplies. Yeah. Can you just send me the images of? Can you just bring your camera? <laughs> That's not where it's a valuable, but I don't want to pay. Yeah. Um, so not my just, but would you mind? Yeah. The person would say, no. Yeah. Sorry. Exactly. So again, ask. Have confidence and ask someone. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Is there anything else that you want to say about confidence? In thinking about before we came on today. One of those things, and I use language a little bit different sometimes, but I download. So my term is download. Yeah. So if, yeah. I, if I use this to really almost be my vehicle for my conscious and conscious mind is talking to me. And one of the things I wrote is about getting loud. Mm. Having a lot of confidence does not mean that you have to be loud. No. Especially because me and Laura are both introverts. Also, side note. So, being really loud isn't really in our natural like. No, 
know. And when, again, when I, I have this all the time when I'm speaking on stage and, and I say I'm an introvert and people go, I, I've been told, I think you get a right, Laura. Yeah. But I am. Even I don't recharge when I'm around people. I reach yeah. out. Like, yeah. So when we come to this, I have the privilege of working with so many different clients. Mm. And I have the privilege, and I don't like fashion numbers, but I'm just going to say it because it's easy to kind of comprehend. If I'm working with one of my millionaires or millionaires, sometimes you would never know. Honestly, like yeah. one of them, <laughs> he drives the most beat up car in the world. Yeah. He does not care about cars. He yeah. has his what he calls his bomb that he drives around. He mm. just doesn't give a what's it about it. Yeah. He doesn't. And you would be hard pushed to think he's actually even surviving on his rates because he just, he <laughs> doesn't. There is nothing about him that screams money or even doesn't shout money. And he's not a loud person. Yeah. He's a very quiet person. So when we have confidence, live your truth. Yeah, exactly. If you are a quiet person, then be a quiet person. If you've got supreme confidence, if, if you're not living your truth because you don't have confidence, that's different. Mm -hmm. But confidence doesn't have to be the loudest person in the room or the most notable person in the room. Definitely. Or the person you're talking to in the room. That is not confidence. No. Confidence is my client who doesn't care that he walks into somewhere and yeah, oh, I usually like you in. Yeah. <laughs> that's that that's confidence. Confidence yeah. you are. Yeah. Being sure of yourself. Yeah. And living your truth. Yeah, exactly. Have that. When we start to, you know, and I think the reason I'm bringing this up because I think there's a lot of narratives. That it's it's like when you have confidence, you will. When you have confidence, you yeah. will mm -hmm. raise your rates, whatever. You may mm -hmm. not want to raise your rates. Yeah. <laughs> weddings. You may not want to do huge. Yeah, talk. exactly. You, you want to go and do a TEDx talk. You yeah. may not want to ever do stage talking. Yeah. When you have confidence, you will be whatever and be the loudest. What? But why is that true? Why can't you yeah, it's not confidence and be one hundred percent authentically you? Yeah. Whatever that may be. Absolutely. And that's like really the core of my work, <laughs> really, with like everybody that I work with is, you know, they're all creatives and weirdos. And like they, the confidence really comes when they stop looking for these like external validations and external milestones and like all these external shoulds and all these things. And when they do feel confident, and I like to, I call it radically self confident just because sometimes it's like you're, being confident in spite of like all these things that you know as a creative and as a weirdo and as somebody that doesn't fit the status quo you've been told that just like laura said you can't be confident until this you can't be confident until that when really confidence is just honing in on yourself and that's why when i work with people on branding i don't give a fuck about the logo like we don't work on the logo and the colors and the fonts we work on them how do we bring them into themselves so they feel sure of themselves so they can now confidently be out into the world as themselves and it takes it takes courage and you know bravery uh to to do that but yeah when we're talking about confidence it's not a it's not a destination it's like like we said when we first started it's a state of being it's a sureness right it's a betting on yourself and you know letting the rest fall as it does <laughs> so yes i love that absolutely love that um yeah did you have anything else to say i feel like i feel like people have a good understanding of what they can do um to start to feel a little bit of like the the toe uh toe dip confidence um and uh if they want to feel 
more confident to run through your confidence scenario, uh, which is always very, very helpful for the brain. Um, and I will actually, because this is a segue, so I'm going to do it because it's my podcast. Um, this actually brings me to the retreat that I am hosting uh, in July, which is actually talking about confidence. Uh, the other day, uh, two days ago, I had a intuitive download because I was listening to myself uh, and thinking, what would I like to do? This is part of confidence. Is it's what would you like to do? And then you create and then you do. Uh, I decided that I'm going to make this a two-month experience now. Uh, so for anybody that's been listening, um, if you want more confidence and money, speaking about money, how you your energy is around money, around your brand, around your packages, and around your selling, Come to the retreat experience. We're going to be starting June 1st with a five-week group coaching program all around money confidence and shifting your energy around money. And um, we will continue the work together in Iceland in July. And I'm so excited for that. There's uh, Tickets are open until May 31st when doors will be closed. I can tell the VIP excursion guides how many people we're going to have on our super luxe excursion that I'm so excited about. Um, and yeah, so if you're interested, you can totally email me. If you have any questions, you can schedule a call with me if you have any questions. Um, and yes, on that note, no, we're not going to get, like, no, we're not going to let our play. So if anybody is, heard you talk about this retreat, um, it's, it's mildly gone, even mildly, and that sounds really good. That sounds really good. I, why should they come? What's, what's it like to be on a step retreat? What's it like? Oh, man. So being in-person retreats is, it's so magical. And it's like this, this fun thing where I'm like, sometimes it's even hard to talk about it because it's a feeling. And it's really the space that you can come and embody your own self, embody your creativity. You get away from all of the distractions. And this is why working on your confidence in a space like this is so helpful because you can just get rid of all these external factors, all of your to-do lists, all of these goals that you've been trying to hit, which are external and not internal, right? You have a chance to actually come to Iceland Feel peace, feel your creative energy flowing through you, align yourself to your own confidence so you can work on your brand and create it in the way that you maybe have always wanted to, but didn't feel like you could. You can make your packages how you want them instead of what you feel like they should be, right? You're selling. So if you have been thinking about this and maybe you're new to in-person events even, um, being in person is so potent. Because we get to flow. I get to see you as the master coach that I am. I get to see what your unconscious mind is doing. I get to see all of these little things. Uh, we had uh, last year, one of the attendees, we literally had a 10-minute conversation together. We were sitting in the room in the cabin before we went out into the hiking because all of this work is done in nature where you can really, I always say Iceland is so powerful. And I know this sounds so woo-woo, but it's true. It's like, it has this energy because there's nobody around. We don't even have trees. There's nothing obstructing the energy that's like flowing through Iceland. It's really amazing. So 
we were doing this exercise uh, right before we went out into the hiking for the day because I take people to these really extraordinary locations that match the energy to what we're doing. So for me, really, these are like secret locations. These, these are, are, yeah, these special locations. Are. Yeah, exactly. Yes. They are locations that are handpicked for you for this specific exercise that we're doing. And so we were doing the pre-work uh, before we went out and I could see in her body, she there wasn't a confidence there at all. There was a huge lack of self-belief. And I, as a coach in person, you just, you can see it where, behind a screen, there's ways people can hide things, you know, and there's, there's certain things. So I just like, I, I saw it and I took her out onto the porch, just the two of us. We had a 10 minute conversation and it changed. The shift happened. So it's so powerful and potent to be in person. And since then, she actually, when she joined the retreat, she had not booked a single client for this new brand that she was launching. And now she messaged me last week or the week before, uh, and she's now booking $16,000 clients. And it's all because of the shift. Some of the stuff that's that same, because it's really, really powerful. So first of all, on your retreat, they get access to you. you yes. This is not a, this is not a being a taught program, is it? You do teach things as well, but they get access. They have availability for having one-to-one -one proximity with you, with the group. Yes. But you are there for them. So they get group, they get the kind of what I would say portal of potential. Yeah, exactly. Potential with everybody there. And there is a hive mind for when amazing souls come together. It amplifies. Exactly. Everything. Yeah, exactly. So they, do get you. they do get you. They have an opportunity to have this one to one ability. And then you said you've extended it. So they also get. Yeah, for two months. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to be starting the group coaching together on June 1st. And it's really awesome. The reason why I was like, oh, I feel so excited to offer this is because it gives everybody a chance to also gel with them, with the group. And I'm there to support, right? Like we're doing stuff. I'm, I'm pulling you through, you know, different, uh, different transformational um, experiences and thoughts. But this is a group experience. So I thought, what better way than getting the group together, trusting you know, they know each other. So by the time you get to Iceland and you're in this group, when we start bouncing ideas off of each other and share with one another, because even though I'm there and you're in proximity with me as the facilitator and the coach, it's also about you and the group that you're in and the energy that's flowing within the group and all the ideas, because everybody that's coming comes from different backgrounds. They come from different countries even. Last year, I had many different countries uh, at the retreat. So it's people from all different perspectives and their own journeys. And so everybody has something to offer. So we are starting in June. So we can really start to foster that group uh, bonding and that group gelling. So by the time we're together in the cabin, which is a giant cabin on the horse farm, it's super awesome, um, you will feel comfortable to let your walls down more because as Laura could tell you, the the most magical coaching work comes when you're vulnerable and when you let the walls down and when that resistance that we were talking about at the beginning isn't there and you feel this confidence in yourself instead of worrying like, oh, what are they going to think about me? Or, oh, what if I say this? You know, you that won't be there because you will be friends. <laughs> so yeah, it's group and me together, which is so this rare. Is Right. How much is, and I, I'm, I'm, I've got, I mean, sex residents of Iceland. So I know her well enough that I know this is 
highly curated. These, when I say these are like secret step special spots, it's because she's a resident in Iceland that I know that this is not something that you've just Googled and seen. And there's not saying there's anything wrong with that. I don't believe right or wrong, but I'm saying this isn't that. This is highly curated. You know the energy of these places. It's places that you may never get to go to if you don't go on this retreat because unless someone's an Icelandic resident, they wouldn't actually know of them. What's the price point for this two-month program, Steph? It is only $4,004 for a two-month experience. And I have a two-payment plan, uh, which is super incredible. And the price uh, comes with the accommodation, food, the excursion, like all this amazingness. <laughs> so, and if you're watching all the video content here, I'll just screw up my face a bit because I would... <laughs> hang on, I was in my head and going, hang on a minute. So yeah, we, we have maps. Not math. Yeah. Math. Just math. I was in math. <laughs> um, and then go, okay, so that's all accommodation, all food, all catering. Yeah. yeah. Two months experience. Yeah. Access to your master coach. Access yeah. to an amazing intimate group of other souls that yeah. they're going to elevate. Yes. Right. So people, um, <laughs> how to contact me? Yeah, Steph? contact me. What, uh, what email you, <laughs> you can email me, step at stepzikers.com. Or go on my site. I, I will put the uh, the link, uh, as always, in the show notes and check it. Uh, check it out. Ask me any questions because, yeah, I'm an open book. And, and get curious. Get curious. Say, I'm a get curious person. Exactly. If you're curious and you're even thinking, is this right? Then talk to Steph. Ask her a question. Yeah. So that, and because I'm Steph French, I know how well that is. You'll also go, this is not right for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If this is not for you, I will. I will tell you that because I I'm here to serve people. I'm not here to make people a paycheck. (laughs) So if it's not if it's not right, I'll let you know. Um, And if you think of anything that's like, oh, well, maybe I wanted to add a a one to one or there's a group of three of us coming. Like, just message me. Let's see. Let's see what we can do. I love part of the reason why I love sales is just because it's fun. So have fun with it. Come to me. Let's play. Let's see what we can do. I think it's so fun. <laughs> that is amazing. That's awesome. Yes. And then, um, if anyone wants to do conference one way, I've got a free gift, but it's nowhere near as sexy. I've landed a trip that's been on the very Don't be self confident in the training I've done. <laughs> but I think your landing retreat sounds amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for asking me, by the way, about all of that. Uh, it's always fun to talk about. <laughs> so, you know me, I'm never going to let you off just with this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> yes. So, yes, thank you for asking. And yeah, I am going to put in the show notes, Laura has a really awesome confidence um, gift for you. Uh, so I'm going to have it in the show notes as well. So you can do it and witness her mindset magic because uh, she's wonderful. Um, so, yes, is there... Uh, on, on our sign-off, is there, what is the one, one takeaway that you would, would love for the audience uh, to, to take away uh, from this podcast? Ask yourself, how can I have more self-confidence? How can I have more self-confidence? How can I have more self-confidence? Ask yourself that question repeatedly and you will see answers. Perfect. You will Perfect. see results. You will see more self-confidence. Perfect. I love that. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you, Laura, for being on today. Uh, it's been a super treat. Yes, of course. I will leave all of Laura's information in the show notes and her gift for you. And if you love this, if you love Laura, message either of us. We, I'm sure we would love to hear from you. 
And don't forget to stay weird and make more money. <laughs>